NFR Extra follows all your favorite cowboys, interviews legends of rodeo, and talks to the best of country music. Follow Nevada Caldwell, Ryland Bentley, and Steve Godert every week as they delve deep into the stories behind the road to gold in Vegas at the National Finals Rodeo. It's revealing, comedic, and sometimes emotional. Find it on Spotify or anywhere you listen to podcasts. NFR Extra. All dirt, all rodeo, all year. I mean, I've roped against them NFR guys since I was like 13, 14, 15 years old. I was entering the open ropings. Even if I didn't have a chance, you know, I'd still enter them just to get the experience under me and, and learn more and, and just get get it to where I could mentally, you know, rope against those guys. And really, whenever I was 14, I won my first open roping against all the NFR qualifiers and stuff like that. So it seemed like whenever I was at a young age, I came up roping with the same guys I am with now. Just because a lot of a lot of kids don't want to step up to that plate right now, but even even if you're not winning against them, it's just good to learn more yeah. and stuff like that to be able to rope against these guys. Because I mean, it's it's tough at a young age and it's still tough now. So it's just something uh, roping against them young, figure it out then. NFR Extra Episode 101. This is part two of three with the 2020 Wrangler NFR champions from the top of Circa inside the Legacy Club in downtown Las Vegas. Two-time world champ team roper Paul Eves and world champ tie-down roper Shad Money Mayfield joined us on NFR Extra before their summer rodeo run. Did you see the whole added money piece that got put out there for NFR? I did not see that. Yeah, so, um, yeah, we, we upped Annie. Um... There's, there's a little bit more a few dollars that were put out there for the Cowboys that, um, oh, let's see here. Oh, man. Record-setting co- co- competition payout of $10 million. Uh, this amount includes guaranteed prize money of $1.2 million for all NFR qualifiers uh, and $9 million and some change in competition prize money. Between 2015-2020, the NFR paid out. 10 million of that 8.8 million in competition prize money and 1.2 million in guaranteed prize money to qualifiers the increase will see round winners take home 26 g or close to 27 actually 27 g's per round and an average winners earn 70,000 each go round will pay 87,000 dollars while the average total will pay 261,000 dollars per event Dude, that's that in context, in consideration of what your rodeo season looks like. I mean, if one contestant wins $27,000 during the month of July, which is essentially the biggest month, that's top of the game. To put that into one night is what it's all about. Yeah. 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 You, the other thing, just said this, the increased pay is a, a roughly about $3 million. So, yeah, you're right. Yeah, and, you know, the other thing I always think of, I always think about bull riders, right? When that one dude stays on maybe a couple of times out of the 10 days, that's, I mean, everyone else always finishes, right? Like, um, 
predominantly, right? I'm, I mean, yeah. I mean, if I'm wrong, but bull riding a lot of times it could be one or two, maybe three. I mean, yeah. Yeah, but you think about in the bull riding, then if only three guys ride and that money all stacks up to only three guys getting a payout, that's yeah. a huge check. That's not just $26,000 in first place. Yeah. They're all winning around essentially on that deal. That is exactly. Big check. Not only is that a big check, but that's a big check, right? Like, you know, rodeo and big checks. Haha, <laughs> but. That's $87,000 if one only one guy rides in the rough stop. Yeah. That's huge, man, right? That's. We're. It, in equivalence to other years, there's nothing else that averages up to that, right? I mean, you can't. I mean, you, was that like a two month run of things or three months? I mean, in the sense of regular PRCA rodeo season, rodeos, no, nothing would add up to that. Now, we do have the American in play this year, which can count for $50,000 for your PRCA world standings. But other than that, I don't really. I don't really know what comes close. Which is always a boost now, right? Like you got to think like that happens. You coming out of the NFR, you're in the middle of winter and then bam. I mean, most people, if I've noticed correctly, cause this is, this would be our second year, right? That that's applied or is it, is it just the first year in 2020, 2020, 2020. Damn, I'm so off. Now. I think 2019, right? I think 2019 was the first year that the American money counted towards PRCA, but I could be wrong there. Now, let me add this too, because it, a, a couple of folks that have done that at the American have went on to win the NFR. Casey, right? Didn't he win last year? No. Yeah. I, anyways, my point is that coming out of the American is a gigantic boost heading towards the NFR. It's pretty much yeah. a piece it's, of you now get to make the run for the NFR because you have yeah. a chance. World championship, you can't guarantee that, but as far as solidifying a spot to go to the NFR, it's almost a shoe in. Yes, correct me on that. Yes, my bad. Making it to Vegas. Winning all of the ball wax. Yeah. And it's, you know, all of this stuff for the majority of these guys, let's just say guys and gals are younger, you know, early twenties, late twenties, mid twenties, somewhere in there for their first time NFR qualifier. Look at the Wright brothers, for example, look at Stetson and Ryder Wright, how much money those guys have won. They're doing what they love. And it's essentially like lottery money. It's that life changing type money that's available, not only throughout the year. I mean, if you have a good season, you just look at where the money and the dollars earned going into the NFR is and coming out of it. It's substantial. But if you make it to the NFR and you do well there, that is life-changing type money. Yeah. On making it to the NFR kind of secures your ability to go the next season and possibly two seasons, depending on how well your NFR goes. I mean, it's a $10,000 check when you make it. Yeah. yeah. And not only that, Thanks, Benny, Benny. It, it also changes, right? Your, that's why, it's, and it's so hard to quantify for the outside fan listening or, or with the watches and things like that. Like, like, all of a sudden, someone could show up in 15th spot, 14th, and then winning that thing because of this money right here when we talk about the whole pot that, that you're fighting for. I mean, it's, oh, that's what makes it cool, man. I mean, uh, Jacob, I, I believe. Edler, yeah. Yeah, Edler, cousin, cousin Eddie. Um, 
that was he was probably the prime example of that but yeah it's it's definitely all part of the the bigger deal here in vegas and for the rodeo but oh it's a lot of money man it's good stuff heading towards here we are in uh middle of summer getting ready for december enjoy our conversation with paul eaves and shad money mayfield on nfr extra Welcome to NFR 360, where the NFR experience comes to life. This portal transports you to an immersive visual experience, encapsulating the stories and history of the NFR experience. NFR 360 is a collection of newly produced and historical digital content filled with stories about current and legendary contestants, the inside scoop on all the elements of how you experience the National Finals Rodeo, and inside tips that will improve your experience during the NFR 365 days a year. Hi, I'm Fred Whitfield, eight-time world champion, and this is NFR Extra. Success came early for Team Roper Paul Eves at the young age of 18, where he won $100,000 in prize money at the Wildfire Open in Salado, Texas, before he even received his pro card. Shortly after that, he would join the PRCA. Paul would build on his success, debuting in his first Wrangler NFR in 2012. He became a regular in Las Vegas, making the Super Bowl of Rodeo each year, and his dream of winning the coveted gold buckle finally paid off in 2018. For some, 2020 was unfortunate for most, but not Paul. He would go on to grab his second gold buckle in Texas, and it feels his career is just getting started. Mr. Paul Eves, welcome to NFR Extra, sir. How's it going, man? It's going good. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Uh, up here at the uh, Legacy Club, Circa. What are you thinking about this um, this whole moment being back in Vegas right now after everything that's went on? This is uh, weird for me to be out here this time of year, but um, for the NFR coming back, we're very excited. Yeah. Uh, how is how's your 2021 going right now? It's been good. We've uh, there's been a handful of rodeos that they haven't had this year, still from the COVID, and uh, so we haven't been to a bunch. I've probably been to ten or eleven rodeos, bunch of opens. Uh, we haven't done. You know, we're down a little bit in the standings. Need to pick it up and do good here in the next few months, and. Uh, but it's been good. Been a lot of time at home and family time. It's been good. Yeah. You know, when you think about, I kind of just want to bring this up. I think it was 10th round. You guys were down at one point and didn't know where you were going to end up. And you had to put all out. Is that something that sits in you now, even wherever you're at standing-wise and how far out the NFR is, just always to have that mindset that you can get it done and that the way that you did back then, does that apply in a, like a longer term for a calendar that you're dealing with right now? For sure. I mean, that's something that came into effect last year at the NFR, but through my whole life, it's been that way. You know, you battle back from whatever. There's always something happening that's out of the ordinary. You you don't see coming that you wish didn't. But, uh, yeah, I mean, doing this for a living, you learn how to battle back, block out the bad, think about the good. Yeah. So, for sure. Nice. Let's block out the bad. Let's go right to the good. What's your, <laughs> what's like one 
NFR in Vegas memory, either that you were a part of or that you witnessed that resonated with you to where, like, that was badass? Like, the something with the rodeo? NFR in Las Vegas. Either one of your trips or something that you were growing up watching. Probably the, the very first year I ran here. It was, you know, my dream since I was little and to... Uh, it was just a really cool thing. What was that like your very first time ever at the Thomas Mack walking in into the box? You know, it really didn't hit me when we were doing all the stuff before and the pictures and the running the steers through grand entry practice. And then uh, me and Dustin, I was running with Dustin Bird. It was his first time and my first time. And uh, he picked me up at the hotel that evening to drive to the rodeo. And I mean, I was clamped up. Yeah. I mean, I was, I don't usually, you know, I'm not like that. And, uh, I, it was as nervous as I've ever been. And, uh, went through the deal and rode my grand entry horse, went through the grand entry nervous. And then I go to get on my good horse and he's old and retired now, but he was really good. And then when I started on and I get on him and it was, it all went away. It was this, He'd give me the confidence. Having a horse like that would give you the confidence, you know. And so I get on him, and it felt like I was at home running steer. It all went away. But that's probably the coolest experience I've had here. That's awesome. Stay calm. <laughs> I, yeah, right? I'm, I'm relaxed. Yeah, You're crying, not me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, being your first time. See, I mean, and you go back to that moment, I mean, were you guys looking at each other that time, just kind of like, or, or how does that work for you too? Like at, the, at that time, I know you don't ride a bird anymore, but I mean, was there something that you look at each other like, man, here we are? Like, or was that night like you're just out there and he's out there looking? I mean, were you guys yeah, looking? I mean, not really. I yeah. didn't, I'm sure he was had his nerves, and you know, we're just trying to deal with it and do our job basically. So, no, it's not like we was talking about it or, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, probably probably hit it from the other one pretty good you know man i was panicking but yeah, i, saw I, you, I don't want to let you know and you're like all strong and i was like i gotta be strong but that's our job you know yeah. i mean that's that's what you do i mean you don't don't show emotion you yeah you, know, you never let them see you sweat yeah there's no weakness so but you but you're down the road getting a beer and like hey man i just want to share something with you man yeah. like <laughs> oh yeah later on you can talk about it yeah sure hey did you throw up a little i did yeah. <laughs> uh, that's great how old were you at your first nfr I was uh, 22. 22. Nice. Yeah, pretty yeah. fresh. Yep. Wow. Young. 22-year-old in Las Vegas. How'd that go? It was a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, all the gambling, and it was it was uh, quite an experience for me the first few years out here. What makes Las Vegas so much more unique than any other rodeo you guys compete at throughout the year? I would say... Uh, the actual rodeo, just the excitement, electricity in there, and the, you know, it really doesn't matter either way. You got to do the same thing, but the level of, uh, you know, it's venture up there. The energy. Yeah, the energy is pretty cool. Do you ever get acclimated to that kind of energy in the Thompson Mac? Well, I think so. I mean, I, you know. I don't know if you ever get acclimated to it, but you 
if you're doing your job, you block it out. Yeah. You know, I mean, if you're, for me, if I'm doing a good job at it, that doesn't matter. So with the experience that you've got now in a two-time world champion and qualifying for the NFR multiple times, with those distractions, how do you mentally prepare for coming to Las Vegas to compete at the Thompson Act now? We, I mean, really no, no different than anywhere else. I mean, about uh, cousin Eddie's getting beers. Yeah. <laughs> do do. I mean, really do about the same thing I always do. Yeah. You know, I mean, if you're constant, you know, if your mental game is good and you looking working on the right things, it, it all you can block out what you need to. Yeah. So. How about so not just the rodeo side of it though, but how about the coming to Las Vegas part? Uh, it's exciting to come and then, you know, after a while, you're tired, mm-hmm. ready for a break, want to go home, but, you know, it, we get to do this once a year. Yeah. So. And you, you guys get taxed a lot as far as the autographs and the demand that you have. So it's not just like, hey, man, I'm here to rodeo. It's like, I've got sponsor obligations. I've got autographs here. So that's got to get pretty, that, pretty that's probably too. what wears that probably what wears you and not where we're and we're happy to see yeah. everybody we want to see everybody yeah and, but you're that's but secondary. you know you get up and takes a while to get everywhere so yeah. you go and do yeah. that get there sign come back you know so yeah i mean it's tiring yeah at the end of the day but it's you know you get to see a lot of the people that want to see you and want to you know cheer you on and yeah. do good so you got bring the whole family out? Yes. We bring the name. My mom and dad and my wife's mom and dad and nephews, cousins. Yeah. A bunch of people come. My nice. my family. You get how many do you have kids? Two kids. Two kids. How old are they? Four and two. Just oh, man. That's, fun. That is a fun age. Yeah. It's yeah, awesome. It I got four, six, and twelve and they're here right yeah. now and I think they're swimming in the shark tank at the Golden Nugget. Right? Yeah, they like are. in the actual tank. <laughs> oh. Let's take a quick break with two-time world champ, team roper, Paul Leaves. We'll finish our conversation when we return. In Las Vegas, December can only mean one thing. The Wrangler National Finals Rodeo. The NFR is the culmination for the top contestants in the world seeking to share the $10 million purse and the coveted gold buckle. For fans, Las Vegas transforms into the greatest Western party in the world with the NFR experience, which features Cowboy Christmas, the Junior World Finals, nonstop entertainment, custom viewing parties, and so much more. Follow all the action at nfrexperience.com. Great moments, great champions, great memories. There's only one NFR, there is only one Vegas. Hello everyone, this is Benji Bendeley, Wrangler National Finals Rodeo Music Director, and this is NFR Extra. We are here with Paul Eves on NFR Extra. Yeah, I want to ask a question about Colby, man. So. You know, there was an interesting interview. He, we had him on, and we were talking about his whole commitment to coming in to last year, or and whatever. It seems like ten years ago, right now. But and, and his commitment to winning, knowing that he was a good cowboy and that he could do this, and he's he, 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 he there was no chill in him. Basically, what he was saying, and you know, he'd look over and he's like, "Everyone's got to go buckle but me." You remember that conversation? Yeah, I was yeah. Talking about? And. Did you sense anything that with Colby? Like, just where, like, 
man, I, I think I, if I I can't even slack for a second, but I look over him, the intensity is, was it there? Could you feel that with Kobe? Just knowing what he was after. I mean, you're all trying to get a gold buckle, but he didn't have one. No, for sure. And I mean, a lot of things went into that, not just having a gold buckle, but his experiences that year with that boy that came into his life and um, his fam, you know, that boy's family. Yeah. And yeah, the, the, like you said, everybody wants to do good, but the drive and the the uh, intensity he had, you know, it was, it was, you know, it's more than I've ever seen in someone. And it's cool, you know, it brings you up. It, it makes you better to see someone like that, you know, and you don't just, it's easy to go through the year and it's a long year and you get through it. But, you know, that wasn't the case for him. I mean, it was, and he was, more that year probably than any other year for him in his career. That's what you know? he said, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I bet it was. and It'd be cool to be able to, you know, have that every year. But his time off and then everything that happened, you know, he was fresh and he was wanting it. It's cool. It's cool to, it's cool to experience that, not only winning it, but you see someone else win it. That's got to be Well, a and it's feeling. neat to see, you know, what he was saying all year. You know, he was speaking it. Oh, wow. All really? year. Damn. Yeah, when we started roping, he's like, hey, we are oh, going to have a chance. We're going to have a chance the last day. He oh, would say man. it all year. Oh, that's man. awesome. That's crazy. But to, you know, I mean, the power of, of what you say, how yes. important that is, because, you know, he spoke it into yes. existence, really. That deal wow. was crazy because all the champions have had had a story like that to where it's like you know Casey Field was talking like when he's driving and he goes Steph I'm, I'm gonna win it this year I'm gonna win it and then when we were talking to Colby it was, it was like that whole deal of like I'm a world champion and he goes I don't want just the back number you know like I don't want the back number For back sure. number's cool he goes I, I want to buckle and like that that to, to expand on your story was sitting in the truck and yeah. he, it was hot and he was you know looking at his buckle and he goes what if that was a world championship buckle and then that mindset of just like I'm a champion I'm, I am the champion. We're winning it this year. Like, dude, that's, I mean, you can say it, but to say it and do it, that is some powerful stuff right there now. It really is. I mean, and, you know, I mean, to be a part of it was super neat. Yeah. Everything going on in his life. Yeah. And, Damn. That's crazy, awesome. man. Yeah. So does it feel good looking at Las Vegas right now? 60 stories up and, and baby let's come back yeah yeah well it makes me excited for it i mean this <laughs> yeah. time of year the rodeos are kicking off yeah fixing to get busy the uh reno closes today so i'm on the phone messing with that st paul a bunch of rodeos yeah. so you know this is the end goal here right here we're about to work on it yeah this summer i like it and I have the most exciting question of the night. All right. <laughs> what is your favorite Las Vegas restaurant? The Golden Steer. Yeah, how, nice. But wait, yeah. how did you find it? Um, usually, so all, all the, we got a bunch of family in there, you know, every night we'll pick somewhere to go eat and try something new. And uh, I was uh, maybe going to an autograph signing in a cab and, uh, cab driver was telling me about the golden steer i'd never i never heard of it and uh oh yeah we'll try it out we go that night and it was very good he yeah. went on about the steaks how good they were and 
It was expensive, but it was good. Yeah, classic Vegas Worth thing it. right there. Good Very classic more. Vegas. Yeah, I've never been there, and that's what I was telling MV. I was like, dude, I've never been to the Golden Steer. I've you need to it. go. I've got to yeah. go to the Golden Steer. We, and it was kind of, it's kind of been a rough part yes. of town. I, yeah. We saw uh, when we were pulling in, there was a store there next. There was a robbery going down. <laughs> yeah. When we were pulling in, cops. Just throw 20 bucks to the guy like, hey, yeah. this is all I got, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just go in here and grab my tea. But, yeah, I mean, it was, uh, yeah, I, I, we need to go back. That's awesome. Sure. Well, dude, tonight uh, down in Barry's, the, the display of, you know, being being not just a, I'll say more of a cattleman than a cowboy, but when you see the beef and the tomahawks and the ribeyes and the New Yorks that they have dry aged sitting in this display oh, the case. Salt blocks. On, Where on is the, it? Right, we're, we're going there tonight, dude. Right downstairs. Oh, really? Yeah, cool. Oh, man. It's, uh, you're like, all right, this is, is it? yeah, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> I'll like let you know. Steak. Oh, man. Yeah, the golden steer. I'm all about it, though. That sounds great. So what about as far as being to Vegas, being a world champion, and not so much the motivation of music, but if there was a song that that you kind of felt was like, that's my jam, that's Paul Leaves right there, what what song? I don't know if I have one. I, <laughs> that's that's uh, that's something Chad would probably he'd, he'd yeah, get it on. You know, he would probably good. have a list. I don't. Yeah, yeah. No, I get you. That's one of those things too, to where like you can you can almost hear you know, and we go back to like Cody Hole with the cowboy thing, right? It's like oh man, or Will Lowe, yeah, Low Rider. It's like that's him. There's Team no- Ropers, we we don't got that. I yeah. feel like the same guys in the single events, Kiaf Roper, yeah, Brown Crap Bull Riders, yeah. they got that. We yeah, we're just here to win. Yeah, what if Paul would have said Young Thug? Yeah. You're like what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, Notorious Big son. That's yeah, what I'm all about. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, it'd be some old country song, probably. But yeah, if I, George Jones, he stopped loving her today. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna go more like, he's a classic man, just easy yeah. mellow beat. There you go. <laughs> okay, well, man. good to know. What's we'll a couple? Envy. <laughs> Team. Get Ropers. a tune for him. That's perfect. Yeah. If you had to work and did not need the money, what would you do? You can't say team roping. If I had to work didn't need the money I would probably uh, I'd probably be doing what I'm doing now as but far you can't as, team no up. as far as the at home the riding the horses training sell buy some yep nice. that's trading trading and training no not trading no Bad not trading yeah, tra- no <laughs> training yeah no I mean just messing with the horses and getting to do that I mean that's what I love to do and so I'd be doing that either way and you do a lot of bloodline training as well correct i mean i no i don't know as much about that as some i mean i i do pay attention to that when they're young i mean i do that comes into play when they're older you know what you got right um, but i just eat any nice horses yeah i love having them. can't I mean, write I, papers I, I, yeah i want to be i want to be i, I want to have them you know yeah. if they're special and nice that's what i want can't beat a nice horse. No, no, it's pretty cool. You shouldn't beat a nice horse. Yeah, that didn't <laughs> sound. That didn't sound good. Triple B. I guess that's true. We better not beat any horses, really. <laughs> Definitely not a nice yeah. horse. <laughs> Bad ones, no problem. Uh, man, cool. Yeah. Thank you, Mr. Eves. This was. Uh, thanks for coming on, man. Yep. Thank yeah. you for having me. Uh, thanks for coming down to Vegas. Enjoy this while you're here. Yep, it's a nice little break before we come back.
We'll exactly. go to the Golden Steer in December. Okay, that sounds good to me. <laughs> so, so no robberies, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It might be them robbing the Golden Steer. Yeah, right. yeah no kidding. Yeah, it'll be we a loss for to sure if for I show it. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. awesome. Positive stuff. Awesome, Paul Eves. Thank yeah. you. Thank you, sir. Looking for tickets to the Wrangler National Finals Rodeo? StubHub is the official secondary and fan-to-fan site of the rodeo. Fans can buy and sell their tickets through a safe and secure online marketplace. Visit nfrexperience.com. Hi, I'm Boyd Paul Hamus, and you're listening to NFR Extra. Rodeo played a prominent role in the Mayfield household. Shad's dad, former tie-down roper, Sylvester Mayfield, earned his spot to the NFR twice. And like cowboy-like son, he leveraged his success to teach Shad the ropes when he was just seven years old. After winning the 2019 National High School Finals Rodeo, Shad competed at the Wrangler NFR in the entertainment capital of the world. Most cowboys never get to make it to the NFR let alone wear the elusive gold buckle. Shad Mayfield is not one of those cowboys. In 2020, he became a world champ before he was even old enough to spin the roulette wheel in Las Vegas. Shad Money Mayfield has a bright future ahead of him. Mr. Shad Money Mayfield, uh, here at the top of Circa and uh, Legacy Club, Las Vegas, overlooking a great view. This is your second time on. First of all, thank you for coming on. How is your 2021 going so far, man? Um, my 2021 has been great. You know, I had a pretty good winter. It was nothing like my start of 2020. <laughs> but uh, my horse has been great all year. I've been healthy and uh, looking forward to having a full uh, year of rodeo. And sitting fifth right now, and I kind of keep a goal try and stay top five all the way to the NFR, so hopefully get some more 101 over the 4th of July and stuff like that, and hopefully be back here in Vegas. So you're a young guy, and got a buttload of talent, and it shows each year that you've been, you know, coming up the ranks here. How does it feel now with your mindset where you were, even though you're 20, I mean, but still, a couple years ago, you're, you're just getting into this business where's your mindset right now is the way you see rodeos and kind of feeling things out now um i understand rodeo a lot more than i did my first year uh my first year rodeo and i was just 18 so that's a lot for 18 year old uh, i had a lot to learn and uh i was on the bubble that whole year my first year and it was tough so uh i've had a lot to learn and 2020 was a big year for me i gained a lot of confidence in myself saw some things in myself that uh Made me made me really rope better, made my mental game better, and coming into 2021, I'm really confident in just not my season, but also at the NFR making the NFR. Yeah, you're like one of those young guys, man. You take any sport, right, and they just start learning the curve. Like, oh man, man, he got in the playoffs. Like, oh, oh man, and then you, you you lost first round, and you come back, you get to the finals, then you get to the championship. That's kind of what I'm seeing watching your career kind of progress here at. 20 years old yeah <laughs> that's crazy man i mean being 20 years old you've accomplished more in your short professional career between 18 to 20 than a lot of guys have their i mean their entire life like they'll they'll be 35 and trying and put in the effort and the work and everything and you put your talent and your skill set together and i mean you've got some blessings on you man and it's like to watch 
where you're going on this, this ride is, I mean, it's literally just beginning with this first world championship. But what is there, is there one NFR moment that sticks out the most in your mind, be it something that you've experienced or that you watched that just absolutely was like, man, that, that right there. It had to have been my first round at my first NFR here in Vegas in 2019, you know. Just the energy in that Thomas and Mack, it's, it's unreal. It's something that you just don't see every day at every rodeo. And um, riding in that box, I mean, whenever you ride in, you can't really see the arena or nothing or what you're expecting. And whenever I rode in that box, I was just kind of like, wow, you know, my adrenaline just went up just from hearing everyone cheer whenever they call my name. You know, that's just something that everyone should be able to try and uh, witness because it's just a great feeling. Yeah, that's insane. That deal, it's almost like riding blind into a cave. You yeah. know, I mean, it's got to be like like you've got a you've got a game plan, you got a mindset, and then all of a sudden it's like okay. Yeah. How, how do you practice for that? Like you said, that's different than any other rodeo anywhere yeah. else you go. And then all of a sudden, at being being nineteen years old, right or eighteen, nineteen, was first nineteen, nineteen, yeah. man, that's I mean, you want to talk about sensory overload for anybody? That's a lot, man. Ha, have yeah. you ever seen the movie Gladiator? Like, yeah. Does it feel like that, like when you see the camera and he comes out and it's like, does it feel in that kind of energy when you just hear you come out as this gladiator and they're just waiting for you? Yeah, it's just something you just ain't prepared for, for sure. We were talking about this with Paul Lees and Jacob Edler uh, yesterday, and Paul was saying that the year he won the world here in Vegas, that they were last out in the 10th round and they, they didn't even know what was going on until they rode in there. That was the same thing. I mean, just like at Arlington, I mean, you're in the arena, you can see everything that's going on, but when you're in Vegas, it's shut off, and whenever you're up, that's the only time you get to see everything. That's crazy. And if it's your first NFR, like, you get to walk in the arena and, and get a feel of it, but not whenever it's a packed house in there yeah. until you actually ride in there. Well, and then for the timed event side of it, too, like, that's the disadvantage to where Rough Stock, th- those guys are in there the whole yeah. time. Like, they've got a little bit to kind of like, all right, I know where I need to be, I know what I need to do. You watch a couple of those runs, but like timed event, man, it's just like, hey, you're up, go. Yeah, yeah, that's how it is. And I mean, if you're like in that first go round, if you're if you're down a little ways, you gotta go get off your horse, kind of go watch a couple of guys. But my first NFR, I was third out. I couldn't do that. You know, it was, <laughs> Jeez. A, it was a ride straight in there. That is awesome. Yeah, that's cool, man. Think about that. Walking down a tunnel, you have no idea. You've seen the arena once, and now you walk in, and all you hear is a crowd screaming, ready music going lights are on what is one other unique thing that you have noticed in las vegas in the thomas and mac um you know it's a lot it's, it's got to be just just the energies for me you know it's just it's just so unique i mean i mean i i get nervous sitting back there in that tunnel i mean all you can watch from back there and what's going on is kind of just from a little tv on your horse but just riding in there and just, I mean, it's just the memories of being a kid watching the NFR, uh, coming up on TV, watching those guys dominate it, and actually getting the feeling of being there. It's just it's just always been pretty special to me. Who was who your favorite tie-down roper watching as a kid? Um, I like to watch a lot of guys, but at the NFR, it had to have been definitely Cody Hall. You know, oh, man, yeah. He dominated that Thomas and Mack, and it was just like whenever he rode in the arena, it, it really got loud. Yeah, everyone knew he was coming forever. Go around, and a cowboy, cowboy. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, I whenever like, you just heard that song, <laughs> I remember we were—I was a kid sitting on the couch, and you kind of wonder who was up. 
And then before he'd ride in, you'd just hear that song, Cowboy. And you, oh, Cody's up. Yeah. Watch out. Here you know? it comes. Yeah, I think he's definitely the best there's ever been in the yeah. Thomas and Mac. That's he's, awesome. He's definitely a gladiator for That's sure. That's no joke, man. Yeah. That's a stone <laughs> yes. cold killer is what Cody yeah, Hall is. Man. He is. It was just crazy. Like, you can see he had to be like six, seven or something to win, win the last go-around one year to break the go-around records, and he did it just like that. You oh. know, it's just, it's just, he's just a... He just dominates that place. That is a honed and sharpened tool, is Cody yeah. Oldman. That yeah. guy's mind is like a razor. Yeah, That's crazy. The interesting thing, too, like, you know, you talk about the sensory overload, Vegas, the bright lights, you know, a young guy coming in. You kind of had a, a little bit of a different experience on the Junior World Final side of it, too. Not that you had the same energy that you do in the Thomas and Mac, but you got to experience coming to Las Vegas and performing in Las Vegas and a little bit of that competitive edge. But now that you have been to Las Vegas at the NFR and you've experienced that on, on, and what the Thomas and Mac is, how do you prepare yourself for the NFR from like towards the end of the year, from October on what's your mental and physical game for getting ready? Um, I haven't figured that out yet. (laughs) I still haven't had a good NFR, but it's just something it's all mental, really. Yeah. Just physically, I've always been physically in shape and always roped a lot and got my body right for the NFR. But really, it's all it's all a mental game, and you just got to be mentally prepared going in there. And um, I think it just comes to having positive thoughts and going into the NFR. And no matter what where you are, you got to have positive thoughts. I think that's huge for it. Yeah, the mental preparation. That's what almost all you guys that are you know the champions. It's like the mental game is that is forefront. Yeah, for sure. You're listening to NFR Extra with our guest, world champ tie-down roper, Shad Mayfield. We'll end our conversation after the break. NFR Extra follows cowboys, talks to legends and country stars, and finds the stories that make up the season that leads to the annual showdown in December. Follow me, Nevada Caldwell, Ryland Bentley, and Steve Goder as we delve deep into the stories in and behind the road to gold. Listen to NFR Extra on Rural Radio, Channel 147, on Sirius XM, every Monday at 8 p.m. Pacific, 11 Eastern, with a re-air Tuesday in the same time slot. NFR Extra, all dirt, all rodeo, all year. Hey guys, I'm Nate Justice, four-time NFR bullfighter from Douglas, Wyoming, and I'm joining you on NFR Extra. Shad Money Mayfield, right here on NFR Extra. Coming into Las Vegas so young, how do you keep from being distracted? There are a lot of things going on. <laughs> oh, really just try and stay in my own zone, uh, stay Stay in my own area, you know, I was trying to spend a lot of time with my horses. I kind of keep my horses kind of off-site, so that's kind of when I get free time to be kind of spaced out. But, you know, I'd just been to Vegas one time, and, and it was a lot just between autograph signings and stuff like that, you know. So it's nice just to get away, get to the horses, and just kind of get rope the dummy and stuff like that, just to kind of get away from everything because there's a lot of distractions for a 19-year-old kid in Vegas. Oh, boy. For sure. And... <laughs> You know, you just gotta, you just gotta know that you gotta want to win, and you gotta do what it takes to win. Yeah, but you're building habits as as young guy. Like a lot of guys, uh, back to what Steve was talking about. You know, dudes not getting here until their twenties or even maybe thirties, right? Like, you get to build these habits right away that extend. That you'll kind of lean on probably for a long time. You know, minus anything else, uh, 
going wrong for you. I mean, this is that's that's pretty important. Like that habit part. Like Trevor, for instance. I mean, you know, we've had him on, and he's just talking about the habits he developed as a young guy, and it just well, kind of his his speaks for himself or <laughs> what he's done. So, man. So with being being young, man, right? Like you can't even. You're not even supposed to be technically here be in circuit because it's 21 and older but is that something that's kind of like man i don't even really get to experience that or is it something that's like you know what i mean like are the distractions there or is it almost like a distraction that you don't have the distractions like we're going out we're doing this you're like yeah later (laughs) yeah the distractions are there for sure yeah that's that's when it comes back to kind of staying in your own zone yeah i mean every rodeo i feel like um me would be a distraction if I if I wanted to be and let stuff get to me but you know it just comes to how bad you want to win and, and stuff like that that you just got to be able to stay focused on roping because usually when we're out rodeoing and whatever it kind of sets off we got a rodeo every day so you don't got time to just go have distractions you know what I mean so yeah especially at the NFR you got to go around back to back for for 10 rounds so you got to keep your head in the game but you also have to make time to eat. So what is one of your favorite Las Vegas restaurants? Oh, um, you know, I just kind of like classic and easy. You know, I'll go to Denny's here in Las Vegas. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to, I've never actually gone out to somewhere fancy here in Vegas. Uh, we got to change that. Yeah. It's going to well, change. We are right? taking yeah. you to Tonight. Barry's. Yeah. yeah. Barry's here at the Circa is a phenomenal steakhouse you'll get yeah. to experience. And here on if out, they you let me have in. to, hey, we're, we're getting you in we Barry's, you. don't worry. <laughs> yeah. We're going to have to get this kid to eat. Yeah. Well, even like on the breakfast side, take him some killer breakfast spots here, be like, Denny's. Yeah. Yeah, well, let's you go to Denny's. Let's pancakes. get a classic breakfast. A classic breakfast, not even pancakes. Yeah, they got pancakes at Denny's. Included. It's good, though. Hey, <laughs> right, so, you know, in, in the three years that you've, you've been a part of the NFR, is there other moments that you've witnessed some other contestant, like, that you made stick in your mind right now, or even in growing up, that kind of sticks in your mind that you, just, you experience that kind of doesn't leave your mind right now for a young guy? A lot of experiences going on at your age. I mean, you have anything like that? Um, not really. I kind of just try and just focus on myself, not not really watch other people. But like I said, you can't really watch other guys, what's yeah. going on, being back there in that tunnel. But, you know, there's a lot I still have to learn. I'm still young coming up. But, you know, I just try and just worry about myself because each one of those guys, I mean, they don't want you to win. You're open against each other at the end of it. So, I'm just really just trying to stay focused on myself and what I'm doing. Well, hold on, man. Everyone's like, yes, sir. Everyone's cool with each other, though. But, yeah. like, you know, it's like, uh, I want you to do yeah. good. Yeah, yeah deep down. Yeah, exactly. Like, like Not good that run. Good. Not really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, keep it up. Yeah. You'll get to where I'm at someday. <laughs> yeah. What, uh, you know, you talk about those memories of when you were little and watching Cody Ole and that just that ambiance of, like, cowboy and that whole thing get set up. Like, in your mind, whether it's, walking in like to a situation or walking into the Thomas and Mac or to a casino do you have like a song this the Shad Money Mayfield song that's like you know who's here now I have a I have a song called Money Mayfield but it just doesn't pump me up like this one song it's uh, Hot by Young Thug just the first part of it you know they played it at my second NFR in Arlington and it just kind of it just kind of pumps me up. That's where you're at. That's that's kind of my that's kind of my cowboy song of Cody O would be hot. 
that song to me. I like it. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Yeah, it is. <laughs> That's the precedence of, of like <laughs> Mayfield's in the house. Yeah, this is like that first part. That's that's where it is. <laughs> we got to get that envy. We can get it. I know exactly what you're talking about. My son was. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. If you had to work but didn't need the money, what would you do? And you can't say cap roping. Team roping. Oh! <laughs> Touche, my lady. Touche. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Team roping. All right. Well, hey, my man is that. sharp. Just so you know. So, actually, though, stay on that real quick. So, is that something? Do you look at maybe going down the road, getting that all around and team rope? Like, is that something in your mindset? Yeah, but uh, Stetson Wright makes that hard. Yeah, <laughs> he's oh. tough, but. Uh, you know, I, I kind of did two events last year, won a little bit team roping, but not really enough to kind of be in the all-around race. But eventually I'm going to learn how to be a uh, start steer trip, and that counts for the all-around and, and then team roping. Uh, later in my years, kind of once I get the calf roping part mastered, I just kind of do want to get one event mastered before I kind of go to another one. But I'll eventually come in at more events and go for an all-around title. Yeah. You're just starting to cook, man. That's that's, what you're that's that focus. That's <laughs> funny. Yeah. He's got it. Yeah. Yeah. He's got time. Yeah, for sure, got time. <laughs> that's the appreciation on the focus, though. Too is like, yeah, of course I want to be all around. Of course I want to team yeah, yeah, up. Yeah. But right now I'm just going to focus on this. Yeah. Hey, and then when Chad gets that, dude, fire stoked, man. Watch out. It's, it's Not that you haven't. I mean, tw- being a world champions, you know, I mean that's already legit. But yeah. I feel you when you, when you got that five and six time. But think what he's talking about. See, I mean, like. You're 20, man, and you got a mindset of a champion already. So, I mean, like, this is good for the rodeo business. This is good for young people listening, you know, just how to go about doing this. Because some young guys just, they don't get it, man. Like, yeah. the work you got to put in, and yeah. it's tough, man. Well, that's, Chad, too. Also, you look at a lot of guys that, you know, they're 24 and 25 before they make their first NFR. And so when you're 24, 25, and you've already got that oh. experience and that, you know, like you said, you start, you know, it's crazy to hear you say, like, I don't really have that figured out mentally yet to where you're still developing your mental game in preparation for this one particular rodeo, but you're going to be leaps and bounds, you know, have a head start of five years amongst them other guys that are coming to where it's like, once that mental game gets dialed in and not that it's not dialed in right now, but it's like when you get it honed and you're like, this is, I'm the master of my craft is going to be legit. Yeah, for sure. It's like, I've, I mean, I've roped against them NFR guys since I was like 13, 14, 15 years old. I was entering the open ropings. Even if I didn't have a chance, you know, I'd still enter them just to get the experience under me and, and learn more and, and just get get it to where I could mentally, you know, rope against those guys. And really, whenever I was 14, I won my first open roping against all the NFR qualifiers and stuff like that. So it seemed like whenever I was at a young age, I came up roping with the same guys I am with now. Just because a lot of a lot of kids don't want to step up to that plate right now, but even even if you're not winning against them, it's just good to learn more yeah. and, and stuff like that to be able to rope against these guys. Because I mean, it's it's tough at a young age and it's still tough now. So it's just something uh, roping against them young, figure it out then. Yeah, dude. But they were probably like I don't know if you watched Last Dance, but uh, one of the cooler moments in there is and if interesting come pandemic after Kobe Bryant passed away, but when Michael Jordan was talking about Kobe. Uh, as a rookie in the All Star game, they're like, man, that, yeah, he was trying to diss on, but he's like, that guy is coming. Like, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and, yeah, I'm sure they were doing that to like, oh, don't worry about it, 15 year old. Like, I'm hoping I'm yeah. done before this dude yeah. catches up. Yeah, 
let's keep him suppressed because this, right. this kid's a problem. That's a big problem coming my way. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome, man, for mm-hmm. sure. So you're excited, man. I got to visit with you a little bit before, but like coming back to Vegas, sitting fifth in the world, but you come here in Vegas and an opportunity where most guys, you know, don't have that chance to come here. But like looking out 60th floor and looking out at this city, that's got to kind of get your get your gears going, huh? Oh, yeah. It lights a fire on me for sure. Cause yeah. Because ain't nothing like having the NFR in Vegas, you know. Just crossing that, that last mountain and seeing the lights coming to the NFR, it's something crazy. And, and we're uh, we're kind of far out from the NFR right now and we've got a long season ahead. But it makes you really want to start roping better right now to be able to, yes. be able to come back over here to Vegas. Yes, sir. Well, that's awesome, man. Well, I tell you what, it's it's been awesome to watch you work your way up through the ranks and then be a, a world champion right now, the first of, I'm sure, very many. But uh, I look forward to watching you in December at the Thomas and Mac. Sir, hope to be here. You will. <laughs> yeah, man. Good luck, man, and uh, thanks for coming on. Yeah, thank you all. Shad Money Mayfield. We want to thank Paul Eaves and Shad Money Mayfield for hanging with us on NFR Extra. Want to experience more of NFR? Then visit nfrexperience.com. And we invite you to subscribe to NFR Extra on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you're listening right now. If you like what you've heard on NFR Extra, we would love it if you gave us a big five-star rating and tell your friends how to subscribe. NFR Extra. All dirt. All rodeo. All year. Gotta make it out to Vegas Where the big boys roam With the Rovers and the Racers And the Bulls and the Browns And the ladies in the skin-tight ring